Welcome back, everybody. This is Balls and Beers. LA is our house's MLS prediction show. Uh, coming back for you uh, week number five after a very brutal week number four in which MLS reminded us how wacky and unpredictable this league really is, especially on short weeks. Um, took kind of a beating, but we're able to bob and weave around most of the heavy punches that were uh, inevitably landed. But before we get to the results, let's go ahead and meet the players. Mr. David Arona. Hey, hey. And Mr. Bobby Lepe. What's up? And I'm your host, Louis Barone. Um, and as I said, it's a short week. And historically, that has been um, not good news for us as we don't tend to do that well. Um, and the uh, the unpredictable score lines um, seem to happen more often in these games where there's only like three, four, or five games in a week. Um, that certainly happened uh, this past week as well. But... We didn't come out too bad. Winner of week number four is Bobby. Okay. So back to back, back to back uh, <laughs> wins for Bobby. He had a three and two record, good enough for five points. So Bobby, you have an extra double down. If it wasn't uh, for fucking New York losing to Orlando, uh, yeah. But if it wasn't for New York losing to Orlando, every submission that was in there would have been significantly different. Yeah. But so, I had a double down on that one too, so I still would have been on top. I think I a lot of people top. had, yeah, you still would have won the yeah. week for sure. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people doubled down New York, so um, yeah, scores would have been probably significantly what hurt different all around. Everybody else more than it hurt me because I had that second yeah. double down, which right. brought me right yeah. back up. Yeah, that actually offset your uh, your loss. Um, second place, David, two and three record, and still came up with three points. Yep. So, uh, so he still moved up uh, a, a little bit. So there it is. And I'm at the bottom of the standings. One win. One win. Uh, <laughs> four losses. But that one win got me 10 points and negated everything that I lost. So uh, I ended up with negative one. I actually thought I did significantly worse than I did. There you go. See, this is, this is why we need sound effects. What are you talking about? That was a sound effect. That's what I just did. Real. That was from the control booth, Lewis. Come on. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We must have a new uh, control booth. All right. So, um, and then the the submissions from the listeners, uh, the winner, uh, first time submission, Jeff Goldstein, comes out with a two and three record with a plus three. So pretty much identical to David there. So, uh, good job there, Jeff. We hope to see your submission again uh, next week. Um, but four weeks in the books, and no listener has beaten all of us yet. That's mm-hmm. been close, mm-hmm. but nobody has beaten all of us yet. So we're still waiting for that. Uh, and for you that get winner. to listen to us before you make your picks. <laughs> What's up, dudes? Well, I, I already I already have a submission from everybody's favorite uh, Galaxy Outsider, Madam Serrano. Oh, I do cool. already have a, a week five submission. Yeah. Nice. And and, and Lewis, I, I do have to say Jeff has uh, submitted before he submitted uh I, I believe uh two weeks ago was the first. So this is the first time that he uh Oh he, okay. Yeah, jumped to the top, but yeah, he has submitted before. Oh, okay. Then th- then I apologize. Yeah. Uh, um, also so also I uh, apologize Jose, for nothing. Jose, uh, as as everyone knows him, LG on on Twitter, uh, he did not submit this week. So uh I promised uh, Madam that I would uh, I would 
penalize him a little bit, so I'm going to give him minus 100 points. Ooh. Mm. He's in last place now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's what he gets for not submitting. Yeah. I was just going for disqualification, but okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, far more, far worse. He still has to play. (laughs) Yeah, you don't, you don't get a life sentence. You get five consecutive life sentences. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Just, just in case you live a little longer than you're supposed to. Um, Well, there you go. Uh, And if it wasn't for the minus one hundred, in uh, the worst score from the listeners, Juan negative eleven. There you go, buddy. I'm going to bust your balls the rest of the week. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So let's go ahead and uh, get into our week five picks. Um, hey, Lewis, can, oh. can you give us the, the, the total points so far for oh, us I'm three? I'm sorry. You're right. I am sorry. I apologize. So um, the standings actually remain the same. Um, a- after four weeks, David is still on top with 38 points. Um, I'm in second place with 22 and Bobby gains a few more points and he is now at 17. So we're all on the positive. Damn. So we're all, we're all moving in the right direction. Um, and as you can tell, the guys once again have, have picked up their games yet again, especially David. Um, he doesn't have to concentrate on, uh, on booking guests. So it looks like he's all in on, uh, on his picks here. Um, I think, and I do have to say that I think last year I did pretty well as far as my record went. It was it was just my my overall betting uh, wasn't as good as as uh, those are more strategic too, as, as you guys, right? Those are my excuses too. The first season, because I think I think through the last <laughs> month I was on top in terms of the record and overall record, and so, then that last month I really slipped up, and yeah. I think we all finished about even. Yeah. Uh, so David, for the most part, had the best record. Um, I don't know when he actually started off with the best record. I'll have to go back and check that. But yeah, going into that la- final month, Balls I can guarantee archives. that. Uh, yeah, well, I have them. Um, but yeah, going into that last month uh, of the season, I can guarantee that David was on top. And yep, he fell behind because everybody, including the guests, ended up with 180 wins, and David ended up with 179. So he ended up in last place after being in first place for so long. So, um, hey, maybe that trend continues uh, this season for the for the points. He'll lose it in that final month. So, no, we'll see I'm what not happens. letting up. Not letting up. Not All letting right, up. Here we go. Doesn't seem like it. He has a. He has I did a no nice... prep. I did no prep this week, though. None. You prep? Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Maybe I should start prepping. See how much I can. I can do when I fly prep. (laughs) All right. Although I will say this, uh, David, right now, uh, and I can promise you that through four weeks, uh, nobody has ever had a positive overall record. Uh, David is six games above 500. So he's actually doing very, very well. All right, guys. Week number five. Let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, Full week returns. Let's start off. There's a Friday game. Toronto will host NYCFC. Uh, David, go ahead and crack open that beer. Oh. One second. Oh, there we go. Ah, all right. So who do you got? Well, this, I have to say, was probably the toughest game for me to pick this week because I believe Toronto FC has now completed the signing of their new midfielder, uh, Jovico's replacement. And I also believe that NYCFC also brought in a new player that was supposed to be one of their, or, or you know, high high up on the list. So it's um it's it was tough for me to call this. I actually saved this pick for last, 
And I kind of chickened out and I went home field advantage for Toronto and I only made it a confidence of two. All right. Uh, Bobby, who do you got? Uh, you know, NYCFC has has grown into a better team by week five than I think Toronto has uh, uh, so far. Toronto has, definitely has the home field advantage. Um, the last game they played was in week three and they beat New England, which is not saying much. Um, NYCFC should be better, should be the better team, but I don't see them outplaying them at the home field. Um, but I don't think Toronto's going to be uh, too much of a lesser team. So I'm going to go with the draw. Confidence of two. All right. Well, actually, those are the two picks that I was going back and forth on. I wasn't sure if, if I if I want to bet on Toronto for the home field advantage or uh, for the draw, um, simply because Michael Bradley. Um, this is a Friday game, so uh, Michael Bradley did feature in uh, I think both games uh, in the U.S. friendly. So I'm not really sure how much time he would be getting on the field for uh, for this game. And I think that plays a huge factor uh, for Toronto. At the end of the day, I kind of did go home field advantage because I, I just don't have faith in NYC right now. And um, yeah, so I, I just kind of went with Toronto here uh, simply for the home field advantage, hoping that they eke out a very ugly 1-0 victory. That's what I'm kind of like banking on. And I'm going to put two on it. Uh, see, by the way, Bobby, Toronto in fourth place with two games played with mm-hmm. six points. New York City FC in ninth place, one point after three games played. So yeah. Toronto has looked to be the better team than uh, NYCFC. We'll see. Indeed. Indeed. This is MLS. NYCFC with the five-goal win. Chicago will host New York. New York with one of the biggest... Uh, uh, the biggest upset uh, of last week, going down at home to Orlando, Orlando. <laughs> of all teams. Nobody saw this. Even Orlando fans were like, what the fuck just happened? Get in, um, Elliot Holman. Get in. Uh, congrats, sir. Um, sir Elliot, actually. Uh, Bobby, let's go ahead and start with you. What do you see in this game? And the thing was, is that last week's game with Orlando and New York Red Bulls, it wasn't a goof. Like, Orlando won that game. New York wasn't able to outpace them or hold them down pretty much throughout the entire 90, which was frustrating. So right now, after that loss, I really don't want to give Orlando any confidence points, to be honest. Um, Chicago has their bye week. They that may give them a little bit of the edge at home, and they may be able to outpace the New York Red Bulls. Um, I feel like last week's slump at New at, with New York will continue on this road, but I see this as a draw. Confidence too. All right, confidence shaking in the Red Bulls. Uh, David, where do you stand? They're gonna want to bounce back against Col- uh, C- bleh, Ch- Chicago. Is that who they're playing? Yes. Sorry, I couldn't say whatever C team they were playing. I was like, Columbus? No. Cincinnati? No. Colorado? No. It's Chicago. Um, I believe that the Red Bulls are going to go into Chicago and beat the fire in front of all 10 of their fans with a confidence of three. All right. I I believe that New York, whatever happened last week, I think that was just an anomaly. I'm not sure if that was just, well, I mean, it's a little bit of both. It, it, it's a letdown from New York for sure. And maybe it was just, you know, lightning striking for Orlando. 
I'm not sure if New York can have the same letdown twice. They're going to play another poor team in Chicago. We, I'm going to go ahead and say that New York can just look past that Orlando game and just say, okay, let's just start fresh again. I think this is a good opponent uh, to do that against. I think they'll be fine. I uh, I don't think my, my confidence is going to be shaken on uh, uh, on them with just one game. So I'll go New York with a confidence of four. Ooh, I hope you guys lose this one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Chicago wins. Um, New oh, England will take... <laughs> that's, what, that's why I said either I way, Chicago wins. So yeah. that way... There you go, Bobby. We lost. <laughs> um, New England versus Minnesota... New England, and they, they they look like they're going to be wooden spoon winners, don't they? Uh, David. Look, the word is that there was a closed-door meeting between the the team's front office and, and Brad Friedel. Um, I think it's safe to say that maybe they're not being so friendly to him in the locker room. Um, Minnesota's going to come into town. They're going to beat the pants off of New England. There's no way New England gets a win here. I'm giving Minnesota the win. Confidence of four. Uh, (laughs) There's no way Minnesota's getting the win here. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen now. Bobby, where are you at? (laughs) Well, I mean, like you guys have been saying it, man. New England is in bad form. Winless in four games all season so far. Um, Overall, I think Minnesota is the better team. They have the better players individually. Uh, Minnesota has shown that they've broken the curse of being of not being able to win in away games from last season. I see Minnesota here, confidence of two. All right. So uh, Minnesota's last game was against the Galaxy, in which the Galaxy uh, absolutely dominated practically from start to finish. And um, it was their third road game. This will be their fourth road game in a row, but you had that bye week, so... You know they've been home for a while, and the travel to New England isn't uh, isn't too far. Look, Minnesota's two wins were against San Jose and Vancouver, two trash teams. New England doesn't fare much better. I don't see Minnesota having too much trouble against this uh, New England side. I also have Minnesota. I'm not really sure why I'm not locking it, but I have Minnesota also with a confidence of four. Let's move on. Kansas City will host Montreal. Bobby, let's start with you this time. Um, all right. Well, SKC really let me down in week three versus Colorado. That was a shock to me. Um, so far with the draw, a win and a loss this season, I'm still kind of putting my bet on SKC at home, especially against Montreal. Um, Montreal's done fine this season so far, uh, but I don't feel like they'll outperform SKC at home. So SKC, confidence of four. All right. David? Uh, yeah, I agree that Montreal has done, I think, probably better than than expected. Uh, Sporting Kansas City is going to look to get back to uh, comforts of home. They're um, they're going to play a, a a tough game against Montreal. I think they got this win. I have a confidence of three for Sporting Kansas City. All right, uh, Montreal has uh, has two wins. They came from Orlando. And they came from San Jose. So you're not really, you know, saying too much there per se. So um, 
I don't know. Uh, you're going to go up against a different beast against Kansas City, especially on the road. Uh, Kansas City, the only MLS team that is still in the Champions League. They will play later on in the week on Thursday. Um, I don't think it should affect them too much in this game. I think they still have enough uh, in them to beat Montreal. I got Kansas City winning this game. Confidence of four. Uh... San Jose will take on LAFC. Um, anything short of uh, you know a single happening in that stadium and sucking everything down. What do you guys want to happen in this game, uh, Bobby? Uh, well, you know San Jose winless in Week Five. LAFC first team to ten points. Um, I feel like we're going to start seeing a fatigued LAFC, though. Uh, but I still think they're going to be strong enough to outpace that San Jose. So I'm going to go with LAFC with a confidence of three. All right. Can I hear you say someone, one of them? Oh, All fuck right. them both. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't even realize. Mm. <laughs> I literally just had a whole spiel as that I want the whole stadium to sink underground <laughs> <laughs> while they're playing. But All right. Uh, David, go ahead and get your prediction. What are what are some other natural disasters that happen that could happen in San Jose? Earthquake. Well, but that would affect, I think, a, a, a larger number of people. Um, but it's maybe, San Jose. Maybe, uh, maybe like a, a drone airplane, you know, crashes on the field. You know, no. That's, that's, so that's so the innocent people don't get disaster. hurt. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I, I know. I mean, they're right on the airport runway. So. You know, that, that's just kind of where my mind went. Maybe a satellite falls out of the sky. I don't know. Either way, um, screw both these teams. Seriously, uh, this is this is the, the Mark Fishkin meteor game. Um, <laughs> what? Because you're like, screw these teams. You don't want to say fuck. So I'm like, suck a oh. lemon. <laughs> yeah, suck a lemon. Both of these guys. A rotten one. Um, but I have to go with the hot hand here. Um, in... In in uh, not I don't want to say fear and you know it, not to sound like I'm LAFC biased, but they're looking really good and San Jose looks real bad. So I'm gonna go LAFC here with the five, double it down. Uh, the ten for LAFC. Wow. Yeah, I mean you, you got to pick one of these winners. I said, uh, like I said, aside from some natural disaster happening, um, as David said, you got to get the hot hand. San Jose's trash. LFC is trash. LAFC is trash too, but they, they they still get points in their game. So fuck LAFC, fuck San Jose, but I gotta lock LAFC. This is kind of a no brainer here. And like David, I'm gonna have to use my double down on this game. And if I lose, I'm still pissed off because that means San Jose did something. So fuck this game. This is another game I kind of I'm okay losing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right here we go. Uh, let's just move on and step away from that dirty matchup. Columbus will take on Atlanta. Does Atlanta recover in this game, David? Uh, no, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, I think Columbus is going to want to bounce back. Uh, again, you know, from their their loss in Philadelphia. They're going to get Jossie Zardes back. They're going to get Will Trapp back. And uh, Atlanta, still trying to figure things out. So I'm going to go Columbus with a win. Confidence of three. Okay. Bobby, do you agree with him? 
Uh, no, I don't. Honestly, I from the last performance that Columbus did last week, performed last week, I'm, I kind of just have no idea what to expect from them right now. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta will come back with a lot more energy. Uh, they, they had the bye week, I believe. Yeah. And um, look at last Atlanta game, they beat Philly, who ended up beating Columbus. So then maybe in common sense, Atlanta should beat Columbus. So I'm going to give Atlanta confidence too. All right. You know, th- this was kind of a, a weird match for me to pick. Uh, and I, I was bouncing between a Columbus win and a draw. And now that I see your picks, I probably should have went for the draw. And that would make all of us have a different bet here. And uh, and the more I think about it, I think that's probably the outcome. But I already had written down my, my, my pick that it's uh, – I have Columbus winning this game. They get their players back. They're at home. Atlanta – I thought would have at least turned things around by now. They haven't. They they look lost. It, it, it's a completely different team. And so uh, maybe it'll take them a little longer. Maybe it does take them uh, half the season a la Seattle to figure out what they're doing and, and to actually become a good team because they actually have good players. But um, I, I'm going to say Columbus in this game, I'll give them the home field advantage and I will give them a confidence of two. Cincinnati. We'll host Philadelphia. This is an intriguing matchup here um, for a number of reasons. Uh, David, these are your boys, and they play against Philly. So who do you got? <laughs> Wait, are Cincinnati my boys now? <laughs> are, are they? Are they? I don't I'm think gonna so. Have to go, I'm going to have to go, yeah. I'm going to ride the Cincinnati train, man. I'm, I, I've... <laughs> I've I've pulled into I've pulled the Philly train into the station. I've switched tracks, and now I'm getting on the Cincinnati train. Um, these guys have impressed me. So again, I'm gonna go. You know, they're playing at home. Uh, I have to go with the Cincinnati win here. Confidence of three. Wow, there it is. Uh, Jesus, after four games, you would have thought that Cincinnati would be at the bottom of the standings with you know no wins and a goal differential differential of like minus 20 or something but no second place in the east my god uh this is where by the way uh we had philadelphia finishing in the eastern conference second place uh bobby uh, i think you're on the cincinnati train too so what do you got in this game yeah i usually am on the cincinnati train but this is a different game this is you did say it at the beginning of this one i this is my pick of the week game this is the game to watch Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati seems to be getting stronger as the weeks pass, man, and really, really well. They'll be back at home uh, for the second time, so I'm pretty sure they're going to want to recreate that magic from opening day. Uh, Philly's coming strong from a last game win, uh, a demolishing of Columbus, and I'm pretty sure they're going to want to continue that momentum. So this is going to be a good game. I'm going draw. Confidence of two. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- th- this is an intriguing match because, you know, Philadelphia, we thought were kind of, uh, they might be, I don't want to say dead in the water because it's very, very early, but maybe they're not as strong as we we thought they were, or, you know, maybe they're just underperforming currently uh, with, with, with the pieces that they have. And uh, they got the draw in Atlanta, came back against uh, an undefeated uh, Columbus team and dominated them, winning a 3-0. And now they get to, to go to Cincinnati, who, as I said, second place in the uh, Eastern Conference, only losing to Seattle in the in the season opener. So 
I, I don't know what gives here. And I, I think it's going to be a fun match. I think this is one of those like two, two, maybe even three, three games. And I agree with Bobby. I think it's going to be a draw and I have a confidence of two. And yeah, I think this is probably one of the most intriguing matchups of, uh, of the week. So who would have thought that Cincinnati versus Philly, huh? Um, and of course it goes without saying San Jose versus LAFC. That's the fucking garbage cup. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to what for me is a skip pick. RSL versus Dallas. Yon. David, who do you got? This is the skip pick. Uh, I, I actually have a different skip pick than you do. Uh, RSL versus Dallas, though, I think, uh, man, I don't know. I actually don't know why I did this. I think I went RSL home field advantage, but really I should. I probably should have bet with uh, Dallas. They looked really good last week um, against Colorado, uh, but maybe that's because I thought Colorado would be better than they are right now. Um, RSL. They're a scrappy team, man. They're they're one of those teams that you just you truly don't really know what you're going to get out of them. So I'm going to go home field advantage, RSL, confidence of two. All right. Bobby, how do you see things? Well, yeah, like how David said that they're kind of a scrappy team. I mean, RSL has started the season with opponents that have been over just slightly overpowering them and just edging them out pretty much. Um, I kind of see this happening again with Dallas. Uh, last week, win, Dallas's win against Colorado may have allowed Dallas to kind of get their foot in the right step. So we'll mm-hmm. see if that gets there. Um, but I don't think RSL will, do, will, will sit back and they're going to try to stamp it down. So I'm going to go with draw. Confidence of two. All right. Uh, RSL uh, had the bye week. And it's a good thing because they needed all the time in the world to uh, to just get their minds off that that, that truck. Uh, thrashy that they uh, they suffered at the hands of DC United. Now they're back at home. Uh, I'm not sure how they respond. Dallas, uh, I think I said it last R- week as well. Oh, I'm sorry. RSL oh. played LAFC last week. Yeah, and they almost oh, yeah, ended they did. that in a draw. That's yeah, right. That's they, right. That's right. And that was a that was a tight one. That's right. Uh, that's no, right. that wasn't a draw. I think LAFC won last minute. Yeah, no, they I won last it. second. That's what I said. Yeah, he almost ended oh, in a draw. Almost ended. That's what oh, I yeah, said. Yeah. In sorry, the sorry. Summary that they slightly get edged out in their games. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, right. so my, my mistake there. Uh, so okay, there you go. They responded with a better performance, but a, a, a heartbreaking loss. Uh, they they lost a player in doing so. Um, all the talk about LAFC being first to ten, yeah, but they needed uh, two victories over ten men squads. So there you go. Take that as you will. Uh, Dallas, I think I said last week, I, I, I'm still on the fence about Dallas. I'm not sure if they're a good team or not. And uh, they still haven't convinced me. I, I don't think they have that big signature win that uh, that I need uh, to put me over the, uh, the fence there. So I'm going to go ahead and give this game a draw with a confidence of two. Colorado versus Houston. Now, this is also kind of a skip pick, but I think oh. Colorado may make week? it um, possibly, possibly. Uh, Bobby, let's go ahead and uh, get your pick first. Well, okay, Houston, uh, moving on to week five with no losses, actually. Um, this is going to be their first game that they're going to be playing away in Colorado, and Colorado is eh, eh, not doing so well, as you can say. Um, I see Houston taking this one away from Colorado at home, actually. So I'm going to go Houston. Confidence of three. 
All right. David? Uh, I'm going to go with Colorado. I think they're going to want to respond. And now they're, they're back at home. They're going to want to get that, you know, kind of get that uh, the mojo back from them. Houston, nothing says uh, nothing says first loss than, uh, than, you know, somebody calling that out. So I'm going to go Colorado what? with the win. Confidence of two. <laughs> I've heard that saying before. <laughs> it's a famous sports saying leave me alone <laughs> that age-old sports saying nobody nothing says first loss like somebody calling it out it rolls right off the tongue it's like that commercial i don't know if you saw it where the guy goes to to get his brakes done and he's like are you good are you guys really good he's like eh, we're whatever and he's like whatever and he's like yeah we have a saying if the brakes don't do it something will stop you <laughs> <laughs> And the, guy, and the guy's like, the guy's like, nobody says that. And he's like, well, I say it. <laughs> that really is perfect. <laughs> it's a good pull, Bobby. That is a good pull. <laughs> no problem. Bravo, bravo. All right, guys. So um, I think, I don't know. I think this is kind of a tale of, of two stories here. Yes, Houston is undefeated. They play three games at home. And they've been, I don't know, they, they haven't really been dominating performances from Houston. They they drew RSL in their home opener. Uh, then they beat Montreal and they and they eked by Vancouver. So again, no signature signature victories uh, as of yet for Houston. And they go on the road who, you know, and they traditionally don't play well on the road. Colorado, on the other hand, are winless in four games. But... They've gotten a much tougher schedule. They've uh, had to face uh, Kansas City. They've had to face, uh, I think, Dallas. They've, they've, what was that? Let's just say pobrecitos. Pobrecitos. Um, <laughs> they, they've had to face uh, Kansas City, they, uh, Dallas. They had to play Seattle. Uh, and then they had that, uh, that snowstorm in their uh, season opener against Portland. So I think this is actually the first favorable game for Colorado here. And I think this is uh, Houston's toughest matchup as of, uh, uh, as of this point, ironically. And I'm going to agree with David here. I think Colorado gets their first victory and I'm going to have a confidence of four on it. Whoa. Yeah. I actually wanted to lock this to be honest, Wow. but I'll keep it at four. Let's go ahead and move into, uh, Cascadia Cup territory. Vancouver will host a red-hot Seattle. Uh, David, let's start with you. Uh, Vancouver hasn't looked as... No, wait, 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 that was Montreal. Sorry, I was going to say, they haven't looked that bad. No, Vancouver hasn't looked very good. Uh, Seattle's looked red-hot, as, as you said. Um, but I think the Cascadia Cup portion of this is going to kind of muck things up a little bit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out in a limb and say Vancouver get a draw out of this one, and I'm gonna go confidence of three. Okay, Bobby, let's hear your pick. Well, here goes my big swings. I just see Seattle being basically way too strong right now. Uh, that's it. I'm gonna go Seattle. Lock double down. Whoa, ten on Seattle or right off the bat. Here's the thing. I mean, that's, Vancouver. That's not a bad pick, we, though. Vancouver oh, is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point of the game. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm literally betting so that I don't lose. 
Um, <laughs> uh, Vancouver's trash. They're 0 and 3. They're exactly where they're supposed to be. Seattle, 3 and 0. They're looking really good. They're not waiting till July to start playing. And the way they're doing it, too, Lewis, it's like and they're, they're mowing right. people down. Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, take it as you, as you may. But, you know, you, you beat Chicago, you beat Colorado, and you beat Cincinnati. I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, but they didn't look, they didn't struggle in any one of those games. They did it very convincingly. So I got to figure, look, this is another trash team. It didn't, doesn't matter if they're on the road or not. They went to Chicago and did it. I think they can go up to Vancouver and do it. If I had a second double down, I'd probably put it on here too. I have Seattle locked with the five. Mm, really hoping for that draw now. <laughs> As opposed to you weren't before. We well, some... you know, it's just like, oh, it's not so bad if it, you know, whatever. <laughs> we have some you pretty, know how uh, I always say. We have some pretty you know my famous sayings. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's not make this a thing, please. <laughs> it's too late, Bobby. There's a thing. I will push this from now on. Uh... <laughs> Every week until the season's over. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's move on. Orlando will take on DC United. Orlando with the, the shock victory in Red Bull Arena. DC United currently at the top of the Eastern Conference. Um, oh, same amount of points as Cincinnati, by the way. <laughs> DC United has not a lot of goal, by the way. So um, that's uh, yeah, that, that's good on them. Um, let's start with Bobby here. What do you say? Well. In no right mind can I expect Orlando to replicate what they did last week against DC this week, to be honest. Uh, I feel like DC will be all over them and they'll be dominating. Uh, DC has also had rest last week. Um, DC, I'm going to go ahead and lock this and I'm going to use my second double down. Ah, there it is. That's 10 for DC United. David? Well, I'm going to have to agree with my friend Bobby there. Uh, I think that DC is just too hot to handle. There's no way that Orlando pulls another rabbit out of the hat. I'm going to go with DC United. Confidence of five. I don't have my second double down. Because I got it. Because you got it. I'm holding it. You took it. (laughs) For the second week in a row, you took it out of my grasp. I'm holding it. It's here. In my hands. In my hands. It burns you. (laughs) All right. So... Orlando, you know, here's the thing with Orlando, uh, for all the shit that we give them, they, I think we talked about, uh, with the exception of the Montreal game in which they looked absolutely horrible, they, they got robbed of a win in New York City, they, they got very unlucky to allow a last minute goal against Chicago, and granted, those two teams aren't like huge, uh, but they probably should have three victories right now, they should be three and one, and if that would have held, they would be at the top of the Eastern Conference. Now, that still doesn't take away that it's a shock victory against New York, even if they were still uh, had two wins in the, their belt. I don't think anybody would have picked them to go into New York and win that game. Now they go back home and they're playing uh, a very good DC United team. And I agree, DC United probably should be winning this, but I don't think that they, it's as easy as uh, many people expect. I, I think they'll. I think they'll give DC a, a little bit of a, of a tougher time than people think. Ultimately, I think DC is the better team, and I think they can pull this off. Um, 
it's still high confidence, but it's not a lock. I have DC with four, and I'm okay with losing this game. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't. Let's hope I don't. No, no, I want to. I want to lose this game. Um, finally, guys, uh, our galaxy is back in action. They take on a Portland side that is winless. That is being trashed by pretty much any team that is playing them right now. What happens? How do we feel about our boys? Let's go with Mr. Galaxy. Bobby? <laughs> um, Zlatan should be back, right? As far as we know, he is He's training. training this week. All right. Well, both teams are refreshed. Uh, Portland coming from a Cincinnati loss. Uh, but... I believe they feel like much time has passed and they're trying to get their head together in this one. Uh, L.A. with much renewed confidence, being able to show the lead that they can, you know, win a game without their top two stars. Uh, although Zlatan is back. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm feeling good. It may, <laughs> I'm going to go with Galaxy. It may end in a draw, though, but I'm going Galaxy with confidence of two. David, where, uh, what's your prediction? Well... I think that Portland has a lot of questions to answer. They are struggling mightily right now. Um, visiting L.A. is not going to help them. Zlatan's going to be back. It, you know, whether he starts or features as a sub is a question mark. But I think that the Galaxy is starting to near full health as Roman Alessandrini is going to be back. Jonathan Dos Santos played today for Mexico and, and got a goal. Uh, I think and, that, yes. And an assist. And an assist. Um, I think that uh, Legette played as well. Legette played for the national team. I, I, I don't believe he uh, got uh, on the score sheet though. So they're getting, they're getting everybody back. Um, everybody should be healthy uh, at least to make some substitute appearances for Ramon. On Alessandrini and for Zlatan. Um, the Galaxy proved that they can play without their, their big stars. I think they can prove it again. I think LA Galaxy wins here. Confidence of four. Okay, so you know, David said that Portland has uh, questions that they need to be answered. I think the Galaxy have a couple questions of their own. We knew what type of um, game they can play without Zlatan thanks to the Minnesota game. It was perfect. You're probably not going to see that again. Uh, with Zlatan in the lineup. He can't run and gun. You can't expect him to do something like that. Uh, so how do they play with Zlatan? Are they too dependent on him? Do, are, you know, like what, what, What's going to happen? Do they change formations now that you're pretty much near full strength because you can see a 4-3-3 now? Uh, we talked about Alessandrini, how you probably can't play that style because Alessandrini does too much sometimes and makes the incorrect choices, you know, shoots when he should pass and tries to do too much on his own. So a couple questions, but either way, it's still a strong team. I'm hoping that they're buying into what Skeloto um, is doing. And we saw signs of it against Minnesota. So hopefully I, um, hopefully we see the, the exact same thing. Portland in the midst of a 12 game road trip, Gets that bye week, gets some rest, so it's they kind of refreshed it. So they get Diego Chara back, so you're probably not going to see the same type of performance you saw against Cincinnati. Ultimately, I know the Galaxy, at least at the moment, are a better team than Portland. It's time to show it. Guys, don't let me down. 
This is a Galaxy win. Confidence of three. And uh, here's the thing. uh, We're not doing a main pod this week, but this is just coming off of Twitter. I'm sure you guys have already seen it. But uh, rumored defender Giancarlo Gonzalez was probably, you know, rumored to have already had signed with the Galaxy and probably would have made his way to L.A. after the uh, the FIFA dates. Well, a reporter asked about his future with the Galaxy, and his response was, uh, I'm going back to Italy tomorrow. So, I don't know. Interesting development. But that came out maybe like three minutes ago. So, uh, something to keep an eye on. Uh, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's something that... You know, whatever. Uh, but just thought I'd toss that in there since this is our only show for this week. Um, and that does it here for week number five. Um, pretty good games. And uh, I think the guys are pretty confident in their picks. It seems like they were like, yep, we're rebounding. Fuck MLS. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna take this week uh, um, by the horns here. So uh we'll see what happens there um and as always guys we appreciate all the submissions uh get your picks in uh see if you can beat us seriously call us out on twitter saying i challenge so and so see if you can beat their score um i I think that would add a interesting element to the game um but yes submit all your picks uh at la is our house um at gmail.com and you can find the tables at the website uh, at la is our house.com so um yeah uh, we'll see you guys next week. This is David and Bobby signing off. Good night, everybody. Bye, guys.